Welcome back to Business Casual. I'm your host, Miles Brown, and I'm here again once again with Raheem. And he's about to jump into what he learned um, since the last pod. (laughs) Okay, so what I've learned since the last episode was um, I've recently, today, I don't know why, but. uh, Do you want to recap them on the last one? Because some people jump in on like. Okay, okay. So the last episode, we was talking about Joseph. We were talking mm-hmm. about how Joseph was sold off to Egypt as a slave. He became a commander, and his visions from God became true, even though it took, you know, almost his whole life to kind of watch it happen, watch it unfold. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it was basically a test in his faith. It was a test in um, Jacob's faith. Mm-hmm. I think it was a test in his brothers and all of Egypt as well. And uh, that was the last episode that we touched on with Joseph. Mm-hmm. And so today, um, I don't know why, but for some reason, I was just compelled to look up the book of Enoch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, I know what made me compelled to look it up. I, there was, a, um, as I was flicking through TV, there was a movie on named Noah. Mm-hmm. And and that I, movie is horrible. The new one that just came out, 2011? Yes, it was actually in 2014. Oh, 2014? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hate that. It was terrible. Okay, okay. The adaptation was absolutely demonic. Okay, what about your interpretation, Carly? Because you had a different perspective on I mean, it. I just watched some vacation Bible school and... <laughs> had some snacks with me and thought it was a cool thing to be watching but I I also wasn't looking at it from a well-rounded spiritual perspective I was just looking at it as a film an action movie yeah because I kind of walked into it not even knowing what we were watching at first because I was late to the viewing but um okay so yeah from that point of view I thought it was nice but from a religious standpoint then yeah it probably wasn't the best representation of the story so from a religious standpoint, you say it doesn't hold up. Not to it, me. It's it's trash. Yeah. Wow. Because of Hollywood, or just because the message isn't the story. The, is the way they interpret it. Uh, because I'm all about stay, staying true to the original interpretation. If right. you want to tell the story of Noah, then just tell the true original story. Don't you don't gotta mix in whatever you want to mix in. Right, you know what I'm saying. Right. Because there was enough going on to where you could have did that. <laughs> so what did they mix in or what did they add in that was completely... You was like, oh, this is wrong. Like, what, I would what? have to go back and actually watch it again. Got you. But when I was... When, I do remember having a very terrible, um, like, response. Reaction. Yeah, okay. reaction. Like, I would have to go back and figure out what it was. But Okay, so I didn't watch the movie. But like I said, as I, just, I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, a biblical movie and... One of the characters in the movie actually said Enoch. And I wasn't even fixated on, you know, the story of Noah anymore. Because it's like, that's one of the first stories you ever told. Mm-hmm. And so I was just more, I was like, ah, wow, like they actually mentioned Enoch. I wonder if people who, you know, watched the movie also picked up on that little, you know, dialogue in it. And so, you know, I just went and started looking up the book. And so, you know, reach, looking up information, I learned that um, Enoch never died. 
Yeah, he he got Enoch was literally saved by God. Mm-hmm. He's the only person to visit heaven who hasn't died. And I was like, Nah, he wasn't the only one. It was others. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I ain't read about them yet, but um, at that point in history, he was the only one. At that point, right? Yeah. So Enoch is the great grandfather of Noah. The grandfather, I not yeah, the great grandfather of Noah, which is the he's the father of Lamech, right? Because Lamech is the father, the grandfather mm, of Noah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Um, I learned that the Book of Enoch is mentioned in the Bible like four times mm-hmm. because a lot of people question its validity. Right. It was in the Bible until. 1885, I believe, when they said that they took it out. Because they didn't believe it was canon. That, it was a whole bunch of reasons. They said it was too much to, like, print for, like, English Bibles. And and it didn't, like, it was a whole there bunch were a of, lot of reasons why it didn't have validity. Or, right. Okay. But because it was mentioned in the Bible, it holds, I believe that it holds its name. Oh, yeah, I do, too. Okay. And, okay, so then, actually going into the book of Enoch, well, I haven't read it, but just I was reading overviews of uh, chapters because it's three books. Mm-hmm. And um, the first book talks about, I'm really interested. I, I heard that it talks about three things specifically. And my wife is more of an expert on this subject than I am. Wow. Cool. We, maybe we should bring her on yeah, next time. Yeah, we might time. have to bring her in on that. Um, so, one, the first thing is, is he. they say it talks about the heaven. Let's say the heaven. The angels that came down from heaven mm-hmm. and intermingled with the humans mm-hmm. that eventually became demons Yeah, because, because the angels sinned. Well, yeah. When the angels fornicated with the, with the, with the daughters of man... And created so giants. So, are, are all angels men in that case? Yeah, in that case, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I'm listening. Um, they had sex with the... the well, you know what? I'm they not said gonna, that they made wives. They made wives. They took all wives. Uh-huh. And went, once the, the wives birthed these kids, they were turning into giants. Like, right, right. Because the, the 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 DNA structure had been tampered with, right? And they right. were they were mutating, and then they were teaching the other. They were teaching the demigods. They were teaching the yeah. They were teaching the humans how to the magic. Yeah, how to like create chimeras. Have you ever heard of those? Chimera. Mm. I feel like that's like I've heard of that, but I've only heard of that in terms of like Latino culture be honest okay well a chimera is a it's when you take two different dna strands of two completely different animals or beasts and you mix them to create a foreign thing that never existed like you cross a lion with a bird or like they they were genetically able to like manipulate six and seven different type of DNA strands from six and seven different type of predators to create super predator beasts that they would control and sick on man, like to kill man. 
Mm-hmm. Like these these the giants were real live demons. Like they used to drink blood the blood of men. They were cannibals. Well, I mean that is a story as in well that is the case as in Jack and the Beanstalk. The the giant, you know, the song that the giant sings mm-hmm. is, you know, drinking from, you know, men blood. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. So after that, well, I mean, so the Bible talks about I mean not the Bible, but the book of Enoch talks about that. I was interested in learning more about these angels. Mm-hmm. Um I was interested in learning more, yes, like specifically what they taught them, you mm-hmm. know, because this was apparently the beginning war. of magic, right? They so. taught them about war. They taught them about, um, like the powers that they would get from worshiping other gods. Basically, yeah, that a lot of structures yeah, like a lot that of we structures use today the, yeah. to gain power over other people, exactly. Like this mm-hmm. whole king, the whole idea of a king, like when they eat these people, yeah. right? Right. Mm-hmm. The demon, and so. um that was one. The second thing the book talks about, or at least the book of yeah, the book um talks about is uh hmm. It talks about like the prophecies of like Revelation as well. Mm-hmm. Like it talks of as uh of what's to come. Because mm-hmm. Enoch Enoch saw visions. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, a lot. That, that's a lot. That's a gift that God just hands out. <laughs> just well, think of well, vision visions. Scene. Visions. You got to understand that even if that's not your gift, God can send you a vision that you understand because He'll allow you to understand it. So He He communicates to us through visions. Um. So you can't. It's not one of them gifts like speaking in tongues or something like that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's more so like a, hey, God is communicating. Now explain that. What is speaking in tongues? Speaking in with speaking with tongues is mm. like, in my opinion, something that they used back in the day to actively communicate with each other about what's going on with the word of God, no matter what language you are. Like God reunited the languages. So you allowing, think that that was the original language, speaking in tongues? like the, Well, it's a language that God, it's a heavenly language. So it's a language that's not even meant for man. So when when they praise in that, it's it's a signal to the other person that's in that vibe with you. And you're, you're in the Holy Spirit as well and you're speaking tongues. It's signaling that you too have the same God, that you're worshiping the same God. So back in the day, it was much more necessary to trust when you fellowship with people. Do they really love Jesus or is this like an act? So when you give in worship, if you worship into the point where you're speaking in heavenly tongues and they can they, they hear it often. So they know who's real and who's fake. That's kind of what it was. Yeah. I never understood it. I always thought it was like some ancient coded language that only certain people can understand. And it is. It is. It is. But, like I said, it's a spiritual language. It's not really for man. It's really for the praise of God. Hmm. Oh, okay, okay. I get you. I get you. So it ain't meant to say, hey, 2 plus 2 is 4. It's meant to really just Uh. say, like, praise God, praise Mm. God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Um... Another thing I wanted to touch on was how 
So, yeah, I wanted to learn more. Oh, um, it also, they say that the Book of Enoch talks about the dimensions of hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's also what I want to learn. I want to learn about... So... Oh, go ahead. Okay, one of the one of the things that people like to reference is Dante's Inferno. Yes, now that's a book and a game <laughs> that I play. It's a book I've read. That's a thick-ass book. I ain't gonna hold you. And, but I've read that book. That book is and, and they vile. Talk, oh, my gosh. Yeah, they talk about the different chambers and levels and depths of hell. And a lot of people believe that that book was truly inspired by Satan to, like, show people what they're in store for, you know? Like, because I even believe that people who are Satanists, uh, they they want the highest chamber that they can get. So in they're going to do the most evilest thing yeah. that they can think of. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they've been lied to and told that they'll run the underworld when it goes down, you know? But really, they'll just be in forever torture and separated from God. Mm. And there will always be beings around them that will be bigger and stronger and more terrifying. Mm. That's, That's just so hard to believe. I don't know. I just could never maybe just fathom... I guess the the wickedness that goes on or that people commit, you know, because to to truly be satanic and to worship the devil, you have to put your mind in a place that's unhuman. So a regular sympathetic human that like has compassion can't imagine that somebody would do some of the things that these people are doing. And but that's exactly the reason that they're doing it. Now for one that doesn't express sympathy much, I don't express sympathy much. But you have sympathy. Yeah. So you possess it. So this person probably has no sympathy. Like, they literally ask the devil to take sympathy away from them to get deeper into whatever they're doing. Like. So what should we ask for to get closer to God? That's a great question. What should, like, what, what should we ask for? Because I think a lot of things of what people ask for, you know, just ain't of God, honestly. Well, if you want to get closer to God, you have to ask God what he wants. And a lot of people ask God what they want. (laughs) Or at least, yeah, ask God for what they want. Yeah, if you're asking God for what you want, then you don't care what the person that's giving it to you needs from you. You see what I'm saying? So it's like... Until you get with God and you ask him, Father, what do what, what do you want with my life? What do, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. And he shows it to you and you start doing it. And then you prosper and you benefit and you get all of the stuff that you wanted from him anyway. But it's like you got to get on his plan first. So that's what God wants from you. He wants you to ask him, ask him what you need to be doing. Gotcha. And he puts it in your heart. But you got to make sure that your heart is not lying. You know what I'm saying? So, I was about to say, because what, 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 now what if one is asking and one is not, you know, receiving? What do you advise one to do then? Fast. 
Because some things, some answers are serious enough to where they don't come unless you fast and pray because the devil is out to keep you away from getting to that level so bad. What, what do they got to fast from? Whatever it, that's holding them back. What you, you're going to know what's holding you back. Mm. Are you kidding me? It's you're, you're asking God to, to show you what you need to do in your life. There's going to be some things in your life that you can automatically identify as wrong. Let's be real. You know what I'm saying? Like you're a human. You know the thing like oh, if you're lazy, you know, if you're not like if you pay too much attention to the TV, you know, if you're on Instagram too much, like, you know, the things that you're going to have to fast to get clarity in your life to hear from God. So if you can't remove those things for a specified period of time long enough to hear from fa the father about what you need to do, then you will continue to walk around purposeless and aimless until you realize that God has all the time in the world to wait. You don't. Yeah, because to him, time ain't, ain't uh, a, Yeah, time uh, is just like a... a construct to him, yeah. A day is a thousand years to him. Right. So he can wait. <laughs> he can wait. He it's can you, it's you, you know, that can't wait. You know what I'm saying? You, you gotta get good. fathom a thousand years. That's what, what that saying. even feel like, man. And as a human, a thousand years today is like a week, bro. You know what I'm saying? The way technology move and how the next thing come out, come out is like if you don't stay on top of that, you a thousand years old in a week. Cause of tech, right? And that that'll also tell you where that comes from. Then it oh. move it moves faster than time. I know I'm here. You know. Like, like how you said, like, all of these inventions are from another dimension. Like, we, we don't just naturally think of these things. But even your own regular idea in your head is from another dimension, Raheem. Think mm -hmm. about it. Every thought that you have is either inspired by you, God, or some outside influence. A demon. I learned that. Well, at least I heard that. I heard that. You have and to you know gotta, Yeah, you got to find a distinction between you. It's really either you, God, or the negative influence. Because the influence that's always coming in is, is never really positive. And, and here's the thing. The reason you have to get to God first before you can even figure out where the demon is, is because if you don't get to God, the demon will show you God in a lot of things. What you be? He'll show you God in money. He'll show you God in sex. He'll show you God in all of these things that will take your attention away from your purpose in life. You know what I'm saying? But until you get to the true God and you ask him what he needs you to do to clean your life up and get back on his track, that's the only time where you get the clarity of, wow, that's God telling me this because I can back it up in the Bible and also... You can hear your you can hear who you are because you're making the decision to either listen to God or listen to something else that comes up after it. And you know it's a demon because it's an afterthought, mostly. When God tells you something, you believe it. But the demon, that afterthought that comes in to twist that thought, that's the demon. That's the actual demon. That thought came from another dimension. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I just want our audience to know how to know that distinction. 
you have to get with God. That's what I'm telling you. The okay, audience, okay. even the audience knows that what I'm driving home is pray fast. Do whatever you can do to instantly stop all of the distractions that you have in your life mm-hmm. and get somewhere alone and hear God, hear from God. You have to retreat from life to get to God sometimes. This yeah. is why this is why he Jesus said he might not be of the world. This is why Jesus frequently went on top of mountains, Raheem. He had mm-hmm. to retreat from even his team. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Maybe, a, maybe maybe that's why they say, you know, the best treatment for, you know, like drug addicts is to just chain them to something in the basement and just, you know, just let them sit there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just let them sweat it out. Let them puke it out. Let them dog it out. You know what I'm saying? For about like two weeks mm-hmm. <laughs> with just nothing but water. Mm-hmm. Detox. Yeah, a real one. You know what I'm saying? And if you could understand how programmed you are, you would actually realize that real life is literally trying to program you away from God. And the technology is abating and abetting the situation. Everything. Everything is. Technology is like the foundation of That's it. just the foundation right, right, going right, forward. Right. It, that's the foundation. Because that's, the, that's their security. And that's their, you know, their, and go ahead. Today, today when I woke up and prayed, like, I just felt the need to be like extra thankful. Like I feel like that's me, I, I feel like me as an individual, but really as a society, like even though we do have technology, we take a lot of things for granted, bro. Like I don't really think we're thankful for a lot of the things no. that we are able to do because of technology. But be- that's grace. Man, I was like, yo, like like I'm like I'm really thankful for the fact that, cause I, I just like now like a lot of my interactions with people and just like the things that I do in general, I really be thinking like what would Jesus do? Mm-hmm. Like I be really be removing myself. Like I don't even try and try and be the best Raheem no more. I just be like, <laughs> what would Jesus do? No matter how angry I am right now, Jesus would just be like, all right, and walk away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As I just, you know, and then I just follow exactly what that plan, you know what I'm saying, that thought has, mm-hmm. and like it, it's it, it's been feeling better acting out in that way, and uh, um, just thinking about what would Jesus do, it makes me think about like just a lot of like just the whole duality shit, like how we got real rich people, you know what I'm saying, like real, 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 real wealthy people. Mm-hmm. And then we got real, 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 real poor people. Mm-hmm. And, like, how all of us are really just smack in the middle. And I'm just like, I really got to be thankful. Because, like, I could be just as poor as these other people by, like, a few bad mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or, like, a few bad choices. Grace. And it's like. Mercy. I, it's like, you know what I'm saying? I got food. I got water. Like, I got this incredible thing called fucking internet. <laughs> and it's just like, yo, like, we really take a lot of things for fucking granted, bro. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't even have the simple shit that we complain about. Yeah. And it's people that 
shit on our simple shit. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I'm like, and I'm like, yo, this just not right. I'm like, Lord, like I'm like, okay, like you know what I'm saying? Like I, it's I obvious. get it. Like like I'm it's thankful obvious. for the little shit that I got and. You know what I mean? I don't even want no more shit. I just want to keep what I got for real. You know what I mean? I'm kind of in that stage. But see, that's that Ephesians 5. What's that? What's that? Oh, Lord. Yeah. You never did the Ephesians 5 challenge? No. I don't don't even know what that means. I created it the other day. I'm just messing with (laughs) you. But... I got Chris to do it. I got my, uh, my boy Jamar to do it. And you'll be the third person to actually actually do it. Okay, sweet. So give me a <coughs> give me a second. I'm gonna pull it up. <coughs> but I think everything that you're hitting on right now is what Ephesians is talking about. So here we go, Ephesians five, and this is the new revised version, international version. Uh, you are all the children that God dearly loves. So follow His example. Lead a life of love just as Christ did. He loved us. He gave himself up for us. He was a sweet smelling offering and sacrifice to God. There should not be even a hint of sexual sin among you. Don't you don't do anything impure and do not always want more and more. These are not the things God's holy people should do. There must not be any bad language or foolish talk or dirty jokes. They are out of place. Instead, you should give thanks. Here's what you can be sure of. Those who give themselves over to sexual sins are lost. So are people whose lives are impure. The same is true of those who always want more and more. People who do these things might as well worship statues of gods. No one who does them will receive a share in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Don't let anyone fool you with worthless words. People who say things like that aren't obeying God. He is angry with them. So don't go along with people like that. At one time you were in the dark, but now you are in the light because of that, because of what the Lord has done. Live like children of the light. The light produces what is completely good, right and true. Find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with the acts of darkness. They don't produce anything good. Show what they are really like. It is shameful even to talk about what people who do obey. It is shameful even to talk about what people who don't obey do in secret. But everything the light shines on can be seen. And everything that the light shines on becomes a light. That is why it is said. Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead. Then Christ will shine on you. It keeps going, but what do you think so far? No, it's hitting, it's hitting on exactly what I was talking about. About, again, like, just not seeing the, the need for, for access. Like like I said, just being like, I'm... Just thankful. Right, just being thankful for everything that I have. And just really, it's like taking care of what you have. Yeah, yeah. It's like... Stop going, you know what I'm saying? It's like a lot of, like, you you, re- you really got to be thankful for what you already got. Like needing the PS5 or needing the, you it's know, like, just go crazy and yeah, just indulge like in everything the life yeah, got. Always wanting know? the best of something. And it's like, you don't, you didn't even and, 
do good with what you had. You know what I'm saying? Like you could have did so much, but people just always want the next best thing. And- but see, the, and this is the thing that I want to keep bringing back home to people. I was just like you. I was out there just doing anything, hoping to God that everything just worked out. And I realized, no, God has a plan for my life. And I need to check in with him on what that is. Instead of trying to write your Instead own. of trying to write my own ticket. Like, oh, I'm going to just uh, crack bad jumps. I'm going to just be out here doing this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to make some money. I'm gonna... It doesn't do anything for you in the long run. Like, it really doesn't. Like, you have you to. You feed your ego. Yeah, you feeding your ego. And your ego is never full. That's why we got Kill Ego. You know what I'm saying? Just Absolutely. to, like, continue to push and promote to people that your ego feeding it is literally killing you, your soul. You're going to end up dying twice trying to feed your ego here on earth. So until you can be humble and come to God peacefully, then he'll deal with you peacefully. But out here doing whatever it takes to to come up, working all these hours, neglecting your kids. You know, people don't even realize the different type of ways that they're selling out to try to get to the top of this food chain. Right. That they looking at on Instagram every day, but they not realizing that real lives are being lost here. You know, real, real being affected. Yeah, not are being affected. Don't gotta be lost, you know? but it's being affected. Yeah, they're and negatively suck, affected. Yes, yeah, such in a negative way. Such in a negative way. And it's been happening, bro, for a long time. I know. So the damage is it's well, well documented. I, I've been learning about. I also learned about how. Such simple things are bad, like like rejection. Mm-hmm. Like that's bad. Like that's a demon. Rejection. Yeah, like the spirit of that. Having the spirit of rejection, yeah. feeling rejected. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Like I like you're chosen by God, so how can you the be spirit, rejected? Like having the spirit of. What, what what were them other ones he was singing? The Derek Prince dude he was listening to. Being enticed. Being enticed, really? Yeah, and being. Being proud was one. And you remember I was telling you about Derek Prince? Yeah, that's why I, I I went back and checked him out, and he was telling me, and I was just like, really? These are demons. <laughs> but rejection was one. Being proud, Carly said, being enticed. Lust. Um, yeah, of course, lust. Of course, for, for sexual. Yeah, lust for lust for the eyes too. It's, um, uh, oh man, it's it's one more that I really want to say. Mm. Of course, greed, right? Yeah, greed was in there. But um, when he was going over those, I was just like, wow. And he then he went on and expounded on how, you know, they affect you, you know, unknowingly in a negative way. Or how they affect the other person unknowingly in a negative way when you express it. And I was just like, wow. I didn't, I thought, you know, people would think these are just feelings. No, these are demonic entities that are seeking real estate in your soul. 
They right. want to control your soul. They want to control what you think. They want to control. They want you off of God's purpose for your life because you would affect too many people positively for the Lord. That's really what's going on. And it was just, it was amazing. Demons out here going crazy, bro. Yeah, they're all loose now. That's you what know, I'm being in the last days and keep reading the scripture, it's like, yo, this is when Satan has full power. Yeah. <laughs> this is where all the demons is loose. This is, and I'm just like, yo, <laughs> why am I I'm in this period? I'm in, the, yeah. dang, I'm in the most difficult period. <laughs> yeah. This shit is crazy. Yeah. Man. Mm. Wow. Mm. wow. It just the thing, it's like why? It's like why am I in the most difficult period? It's like you gotta be able to make it. He won't yeah, put you in this period going, if he know you ain't gonna be able to make it. That's the thing. That's my thing. I'm like, I gotta make it. I'm like, I ain't here to not make it. But why would he give us the Bible to show us all of these unlikely people that make it? King David. He was the scrawniest brother. They didn't even consider him when they was even thinking about being king. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so many underdog stories like Daniel Daniel and the Lions then. You know what I'm saying? Like, Joseph. Like okay, I just okay. You know, I gotta read about all of them. I just, I just about, <laughs> about okay. Give me hip though. So and see, I always been the, I always been a fan of the underdog. And like my whole you? life, I always been a fan of the like I never went like I never rooted for the number one team. I always wanted the number two team to win. Right. Right. He's saying that's in us, low key. What you mean? To hide to be the underdog. Well, every life starts in the underdog position because think about how many um, billions of sperms it took for you to be the one chosen, then for you not to be killed at birth in in your child's you know right. in the stomach, then you black. So then the statistics go up even higher, and it's like. To still be out here living, all your faculties, that percentage rate is really, really low. No, right, 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 it's right, right. Really, really low. To be low. a healthy, right, especially a twenty-five-year-old free male out here. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We in Bible study, y'all. That's what this is right now. I mean. Like I said, man, this is crazy. Uh, everything around me, uh, you know what I'm saying, is like attacking me. Everything. But that's because Jesus said when you come, come as a soldier because it's a war. A lot of people been tricked that when they sign up for Jesus, everything gets better. He's saying, no, it don't get better. Because no, not even to get it, it does get better. Let me not say that. I it does said it get better. harder. <laughs> but I believe it get more difficult. It does in the beginning get more difficult because you have to spot how God thinks more, and you're still also realizing how tricked you were by the 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 system. 
as well. Right. So you got two things coming at you at the same time, but once you've been with God for a long enough time, like some years, some years, yeah, you you're not as easily convinced by the world as you was on year one. You like, you know what, dang, the world really been doing this for a long time the same exact way, and God is saying avoid all that <laughs> because if you get caught up in their system, you're going you're going to pay. The world is not a place to be a part of. No, absolutely. That's why I keep telling, like, I keep reminding myself, like, to just be in the world and not be of the world. Yeah. And, and see, that's why I also try to remind people, especially people that live in America, hey, you are living in spiritual Babylon. Mm-hmm. The whole world... <clears throat> loves and cares about whatever America does. Like, they, they live in... As much as they people talk about China and all these people and this, that, and the third, they love America. I do not know why. You know, there's some type of demonic presence over America, and I believe that there's also a God-giving covenant that is protecting America as well. Hmm. And I believe people don't focus enough on that God is protecting us, not the government, not the evil people. It's, it's God. As much as they talk about the Decronas out here, it doesn't matter. You can die any day you wake up. It does not matter. I feel you. See. I definitely yeah, feel you on the Corona shit. That, that shit to me is just whatever. But here's the thing. Even if you are scared of getting the corona, as what the news will tell you, you should very much well be. Mm-hmm. I believe that in in my heart, when I see people suffering from something, I want it to end just like everybody does. So if that means quarantining and doing whatever you got to do, do it. But if it means getting this vaccine, though, and that's the part that I don't agree with. I feel you. If it's mandatory, then no, no, you're not going to mandatorily make me do any put anything in my body to allow me to live in this society, and I deserve that to be. You don't here. even know what's in. You. Yeah, I deserve to be here. I don't deserve to be used as a as a human lab rat just because I live in America. No. But they're going to be like, nah, you know, everybody else take it. Like, it's just a... And, th- and that's exactly what they say going to happen, bro. That's exactly what they say. They say that... Uh, what, uh, Fauci said it in an interview. Me and Carly listened to it. He said it in an interview with Mark Zuckerberg about how it'll be a first wave and then it'll be a second wave because, you know, more and more people will just... See that there's nothing wrong, and then you know, because of <clears throat> societal adjustments, like not being allowed to do certain things and not being allowed in certain venues, and you know, you'll be enticed <laughs> to get it, you know. Yeah, I mean, the, the amount of posts that I've heard 
of people saying, man, when I get out of Corona, I'm a party like I've never partied before. And this, that, and the third. I'm just like, they're going to get it. I'm like, this is absolutely crazy. You know, and you see, but these, they're going to take it, bro. Yeah, they're they're so ready to take it. It doesn't make any sense. They're so ready to take it, man. They are so ready to take it. Because people want to be out here doing what they want to do. Yes. When I'm saying, man, wait on God, man. Wait on God. This thing be over soon. Oh, my God, bro. If this don't, and I'm just thinking, I'm like, yo, the fact that we don't know, I'm like, yo, if I'm young and I'm out here running, that's why I'm in the gym. Mm-hmm. I am running. Hey, yo, because this is crazy. Like how you said, it is a lot of people that, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know really about the party part because they still partying. I know. I don't know if you are about to say they I still know. partying. Oh, but I know. They, the clubs are still packed in certain cities and I everything know. in between. So it don't went underground. I don't know nothing whatever about they doing these COVID the, restrictions. Nah, whatever man. They you got doing, money, you popping. Whatever they doing, you gotta, you gotta. It's underground right now. The underground raves and stuff like that is up. I tell you that right now, and I feel sorry for him. You why? Because you you think it's actually there? You think you, you think it's actually like a plant? Like COVID is actually there at those places? I mean, if you if I I wouldn't say that it would, but let's say that it it is there. Mm-hmm. That's a hotbed of activity going. Some people are kissing two and three people at those events. Some people are, you know, like... Full on having sex. Yeah, yeah. some people are just like throwing up right in the the middle of the venue and nobody's cleaning it up. You know, like, it's like a lot of things that go on in those places that to keep them sterile and sanitized, like you said, you got to have that bag. Mm. You got to have that big bag. Absolutely. And you got to be checking people and doing all types of tests and stuff. Like, the comedian's doing a really good job of uh, adapting to this weather, this change. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dave Chappelle and having those uh, COVID-friendly, you know, where they get tested beforehand. And then they fill up the stadiums and, you know, that type of thing. But like I said, it's those same places that are having parties, though. You know, after hours and stuff like that. So, and that's why a lot of them celebrities are catching it, though. They can't resist going to the little skeechy now. But like you said, like... And a lot of these little skeechies, if you look at them online, they going from city to city so rapidly... Oh, yeah. That, they, if, that if they were, like, asymptomatic or something... You wouldn't even know. It would be terrible. Right. And so it's like, at this point, you know, if that, like I said, if if it's, if it's at that point going to be like a psychological battle, because you're going to have, you know, the first indoctrinators, you're going to have, you know, these social vouchers, you know, like, like we said, it's already going to start with the president's. Then they're probably going to have a couple of the celebrities, you know, get it mm-hmm. on the on, on the live where everybody can see it, and 
you know. So then, then, so then you got like I said, you got the first, then you got the second waivers. You got, you know, what I'm saying after they, they, they gonna see the people, it's gonna be the same thing like the PlayStation. You see the people who get the PlayStation, and then you see what well, you know what I'm saying. What's the pros and the cons? Yeah. And then you know, if it's more pros than cons, then there's gonna be the second people that get the shot. And then they they gonna be like, oh, then we're the first two, and it's gonna be the third people they get the shot mm-hmm. until everybody weed it out. Mm. Only the strong gonna survive. I mean, cause it, it, I mean, it's all it, it all depends on like how much they gonna limit it. Like, 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 what restrictions are they gonna have? Like, is it only gonna be travel restrictions? It's like I can do with that. I don't gotta go nowhere. <laughs> like as long as like, well, I don't know. It may do it at jobs. Jobs may say. I, I believe they'll do it at jobs. Yeah. I do, but that's why it's more important now than ever to be an entrepreneur. Right. And I've been telling people for years, like, get you some entrepreneurship. No. Uh, yeah. Just, just buy. Just get a license. Do it. Get in the game and make it work. Get in the game, make it work. And um, but yeah, so that's how they're gonna weed it out. I mean, right? I mean, how else? This, this is just a speculative... This is if they go through with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, I'm still hopeful for it'll turn around and COVID will go down and it'll be a chapter that we have to look back on. To get... Gerard, okay? Like, like the preparation stages. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where they, like... They've tested us for long enough and now... <laughs> Welcome back to Business Casual. I'm yours, Miles Brown. And today, I am doing a new artist take on one of my new paintings that I've just finished. And I'm going to allow him to interpret what he believes he's seeing in the abstract painting. Um, And it's currently being framed now. So, Heem, what do you see? I see a face. I see someone looking outside, but their soul isn't with them. They're They live in a village and there's there's um I guess it's uh there's it's summertime in the village but like there's a border along their village and on the opposite side of the border it's uh it's barren. It's uh it's winter, so that that's kinda unique. Uh the face is bleeding 
So, oh, oh. I mean, there's a lot of things going on. Well, at least there's just a lot of what I see. <laughs> on the overall face, um, for, for for the mouth, there's like a, a, a swimming pool, I think. And uh, there are people on the edge of the swimming pool. Um, the swimming pool also has like some type of face in it. I'm not really sure if it's like smiling or I don't know. Uh, in the overall face, uh, it has the triangle nose. Um, it's bleeding from the forehead, like a uh, like a gunshot wound, kinda. Um, in the gunshot wound, uh, in the middle of it, if you look at the outline, it looks like a bird. And, uh, I don't know what the person in the triangle means. That's throwing me for a loop. And, uh, they got an odd pimple. The person's face has an odd square pimple. And, uh, yeah, that's what I see. That's what I see, man. Wow, man. I don't know if you see what I see. But... I do, I do, I do. Okay. It, 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 because what, what I was thinking when I was doing it existed in that moment, you know. And I don't a lot... feel like you painted all in one moment, though. Oh no, I don't. No. Oh, okay. Heck no, I couldn't do that in one moment. Oh. <laughs> I would be a beast out <laughs> this joint, like God. Yeah, you be in that joint for about three, four hours. Exactly. <laughs> Work. Mm-hmm. She be like, "Hey, man, you still paint?" You like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's you gotta think about. It. That's how. That's how I think. Like people, Van Gogh and all the problems. Not even them, but like people. I just, I cannot understand how people carve, like, why statues, bro, like complete marble statues, to think, to fathom. That those were chiseled <laughs> and they were carved, bro. That blows your mind. It don't your. It doesn't to you. No, my father was a was a mason, bro. You bro. know what I'm saying. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I grew up understanding tools and. It's and... a solid block <laughs> of ivory, and you have a hammer and a chisel, and you are just. Look, you, you better, you better, you better eyes. find, you better find the strongest you metal. Outlining <laughs> penises, you outlining butt cheeks and breasts <laughs> and and nipples and and then and then and then it was like I ain't even and then I'm, I'm and then it was like two different periods. You know what I'm saying? It was like they they say like you know the Greeks were before the Romans, but who the whoever was before the Greeks? They say theirs was like the breasts in like the Hellenistic period or something. Hedonistic. Yeah. I'm just like, yo, like, like the art we do now is trash compared <laughs> to the art that existed back then, like for real. They were going through something back then, like, bro. They like, were living real, 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 real life, for real. 
like to be able to do like that's what I'm saying. Like I, it's funny how we live in the toughest period, but I feel like we've we've know. also been restricted though too. Though you got to understand that as much as we've been given, a lot has been taken away. You realize that, right? I I want to say yes, but I want to know how. Because with with the freedom of being able to go anywhere and be anywhere in the world, like it also changes the discipline of should you be anywhere in the world right now? You know, and once that becomes an option, it makes it harder for you to find your purpose in life, you know, because, yeah, you want to fly around and be a part of the world. But it needs to be done in the time structure that makes sense for your life. But if you just flying out and you all over these places ahead of your time and you just there just wasting time, then what does that do for you in your life? You know what I'm saying? access to many things before you, you, have, you need access to them. Yeah. Or having awareness of these things before you know you need awareness of them. Yeah. And that's wisdom. Only God give you that. And I feel like art should always bring you back to God somehow. You know, to kind of bring your humanity into perspective. That's what I was thinking about when I was five and I was looking at art like, wow, this whole thing is going to end one day. And this is all people will remember. Mm, no, I don't think shit going to be here. It won't. I don't nothing. Think nothing going to be here, bro. He said it's going to be a new earth. I know. A new earth and a new heaven. <laughs> What does that mean? Does that mean we'll have the ability to go between Earth and Heaven? Bruh, I believe so. Why wouldn't we? It's eternal. It's, it's eternal. I mean, I know, but it's like, if he creating a new Earth, and he gonna let, you know what I'm saying, Lucifer back out after, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but he chains God. him back up as well, too. And throws him into the lake of fire. So, that's the end. That's the second judgment. It's a what? What? What was that? Was that at the end? I not, think. not a second judgment, but a fi- the final judgment is when Lucifer, when he's get out of the judgment for the thousand years. Uh-huh. At the end of the thousand years, he's he's judged and then thrown into the lake of fire because he didn't learn his lesson. God, God let him out after Jesus cleaned up the earth. And to see, I guess, what Lucifer was going to do. And Lucifer, as God predicted, is going to still want to overthrow him, even after seeing the, the earth and how beautiful it is and restored. And God is going to say, all right, well, that's it. Now I just got to throw you into eternal damnation. And I'm throwing your soul and everybody who followed you into hell. I mean, into the lake of fire, which is a different place outside of hell hell they say hell all of hell 
will be thrown into the lake of fire. So think of hell as just this big ass prison. And yeah. think of the lake of fire as a lake of fire. Yeah. <laughs> well, right now, if you die before the judgment, you'll probably go to hell. And when you're in hell, demons rule hell because they can walk through here. They can possess our souls through like sin. They can they can. Demons have different dimensional powers than we do. You know what I'm saying? They exist. So everybody you say go to hell? Yeah. Not everybody, but the people that do die and go to hell that are living now and God hasn't come back and judged the earth like time is still existing. They're they're right now in hell or heaven. You know what I'm saying? Or eternal rest. Some some say eternal rest, like where we we won't experience heaven when we die immediately. We'll all see God at the same time when he comes back to earth. Because right. the dead will be raised to see it. Everything will be in this perfect time. You see what I'm saying? Right. But other people say that as soon as you die, you're in heaven immediately. I don't know. But I know that at some point when you die you're going to wake up and judgment is going to be going on and either you're going to be accepted into the gate or you're going to be cast out into the lake of fire at the final judgment. Mm. And I believe that's the end of Revelation. Like, that's how it ends. And it tells us that believe in Jesus so that that won't be our fate because why would you want the fate of demon and Lucifer and them when that wasn't what God planned for us you know what I'm saying but then like you said the book still say most will follow him what the devil? Yeah, because his his path is broad and narrow. It doesn't take any discipline to be no, on, broad and wide. I mean, yeah, broad and broad and wide. So it it doesn't take any discipline to be in nah, the, on uh, the devil's side. No, I mean, I'm just saying the question you asking at the end. You're saying like, why would why wouldn't you want to go this route? And I'm saying, yeah, why wouldn't you? And I'm saying, but the book also says that most won't. <laughs> And that that to me and that to you is like that question most 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 will look at you and they'll give you that I don't know. Mm. Like why why would you choose that path over this path? And they'll say I don't know, but they'll have to walk that path because it's their judgment. Ain't that crazy? Yeah. Because they say most will walk that path. Lord, I pray it ain't me. And that's why we got to stay close to the Father. We got to stay close to the Father. Let me go ahead, man. All right, y'all. I got to take her home. Peace.